Los Nachos Amigos over there. I'm Petey Ray. This is the Record Breakers. Welcome to the Record Breakers Music Podcast. A music podcast where we share albums with each other as friends. Gather around this virtual lunch table uh, to share music and share albums and in, in, in community. Uh, the book club for music where we shall take turns sharing albums. Uh... I'm Peter Raverman, no, no plan. Here with me is my team, my squad. We've got Brett. I've got a pair of pliers and a peg winder, so I'm ready to fidget. <laughs> We've got Drew. Squad goals. And we've got Patrick. Hello, Pedro from the other side of the couch. <laughs> we've got a particularly long couch. Particularly long arms. Wow. We have a gimmick. (laughs) Uh, We're here hanging out. Live the gimmick, I believe, is the (laughs) uh, term. Yes. Own the gimmick. Live the gimmick. Uh, We're here to talk about music. And I'm I'm providing the album this week. Uh, Kind of like almost an emotional reactionary pick, but uh, still a really cool album uh, by an artist who unfortunately is no longer with us, but a uh, fantastic voice, fantastic uh, singer, a uh, member of the group Shiny, uh, by the name of Jung Hyung. Uh, it is a fantastic album. Uh, it's a really cool album, and it's really cool kind of like uh, to talk about this, but let's talk about some expectations. Um... Let's, I don't know what order. Let's go, Patrick, what were your expectations coming into this album? So, uh, I knew it was K-pop, and I I had heard about Jung-Hyun's death because it sort of, it, it invaded my Twitter in a way I did not expect because you are sort of the only person I'm really friends with that is deeply immersed in K-pop, but it was one of those things that, like, the internet was talking about it, so I, I was aware of that, but I had never heard any of his music. So I was certainly curious to see uh, why everyone was so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the order mattered really here. But <laughs> uh, Drew, what were your expectations coming into this album? Yeah, the, the same sort of happened to me. Like, I... The, the people I know that are into the East Asian pop culture, as it were, um, are a very narrow subset of people, I thought. And then, like, this sort of, like, his passing blew up on social media in a very, very big way. And so it was something that, like, I was aware of the person. I knew it was coming from the K-pop variety. And I knew that it was something that was going to be well polished because that's what they do. But besides that, like K-pop is a very wide range of things. So I didn't know what end of the pool we were dipping ourselves into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, Brett, what were your expectations? I didn't know shit for shit about anything. Uh, I, I knew what I saw Petey say because I'm old and I only follow Petey uh, <laughs> in the world of people who would talk about this. Um, so like I came into this and I had kind of a feeling that there was the, that I may be getting into a hip hopist, uh, realm of the, the poppy genre, but like I could 
like honestly, even if I knew that, I wouldn't really know what to think because that's a really big genre as well. So uh, I did. I, I had no clue what I was getting into, but I knew that this was going to be, you know, this this is it. This is this is the 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 final hurrah. So yeah. that that's what I knew. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. This is uh Jung Hyun's first uh, and I guess at this point only uh full length solo album. Uh, it came out a couple of years ago. Uh, it's very much musically like um, uh, it's very much R and B, like neo soul. Has some like throwback elements. Has some like really new nice uh elements there. Uh, has some nice danceable songs, and then some nice like baby making songs. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it don't be has blue. Nice... We don't play blue, PD. Come on. Yeah. Uh, has you know yeah it has some has some nice variety to it. Uh. I think the biggest thing, the biggest element, uh, is Jung Hyun's voice is fantastic. Like he has such a like a cool, like sexy, <laughs> like soulful voice. Like, uh, and he it's like he his, hits these like R and B like do R and B dude high notes, which are just fantastic. Um, and and it just has some really like some great texture to his voice uh and some great like feels to his voice and then like he just has a nice variety he has a nice diversity in the album uh with with the different songs and like it it just works so well um but yeah patrick how would you describe this album musically what would be the theme of the elements it is it is super polished k-pop very much like you said dancey r&b of that of that corner of the genre where you know there's there's some like heavy like electro housey sounding synths there's uh definitely some uh some slightly trappy moments in songs because that's a thing right now or several years ago when this was made uh but like it you really does kind of hang on his voice and his ability to do more than one thing with it like a lot of singers do one thing and only one thing well, and I feel like uh, Jung Hyun has, he has a really versatile voice that he does a lot with on the album, and it kind of kind of makes it uh, an interesting listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album musically? What would be the theme song? It's- um, to me, the music here is really, like, really, really stand out. Um, it uses like a lot of the great tricks that you sort of saw in the nineties, like dance R and B sort of thing that came out the tone, um, of the whole get your groove on thing was that feel from the drop. And the weird thing is there's always like bits of like Western influence, um, that you can sort of pluck out in the things that get your groove all the time um, that you can sort of pick out of what PD brings, but I've never been hit over the head with it. Um, like I was kind of here. It was something that was just flat out like amazing. It was, uh, we'll get into it a little bit when uh, we get into the songs, but it definitely reminded me of, uh, some of the hits of like the genuine era of uh, the, the R&B, swing, a little bit of like a yeah, movie, uh... 
Yeah, and it was like th- that influence like never smacked me over the head. Like the influence of Western um, coming into like an Eastern sensibility, like an East Asian sensibility, never hit me more than this album did. Um, but at the same time, like with all that music, the musicality to it, and the spit and high spit and polish and high shine of it, you got his vocals, which were just flat out great. Um, there is some stretching of the vocal cords on this that is just amazing. The layering of it with the music and how it fits in is just great. Um, it's weird um, to me, though, sitting here loving this, but knowing what we were going into when we were doing this, because this is the point where like, I would normally go, like, I can't wait to see what happens next, where it's like, is he going to go more into the funky weirdness, or is he going more into the soul weirdness? Um, that sort of ended the album. Like, where is it? Where's the next man? And that it sort of was like, oh, oh, damn! Like this, this is why people were not were talking about it a lot because it was like there's a lot to dig into here that is just, just really, really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Brett, what would what, what how would you describe this album musically? I mean, it's it's dance pop with with a lot of influences uh, from R and B and hip hop, and um, on top of that is a variety of vocal styling. The the vocals are percussive at times. Uh, you know, there's quite a bit of time spent in registers that I have not seen done very often in records from a guy uh, on this uh, on this podcast. Like the range is is uh, impressive, um, and sometimes there's like the pop music anguish uh in the voice like the like they're singing while somebody's like sawing at their leg or something like the the like they're 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 singing after having just had the most uh, bitter piece of candy in the world um but uh you know it's breathy at times but like not for very long like it, it, it it's a wide gamut of sounds it's not like one particular hammered down this is the way that this person it's not like a a one trick pony it's not Tom Waits. It's not Bob Dylan. It's the, the it's and it's not even uh, people that spend time all in their uh, their their high uh, register either. Like it, it, it is quite a good mix. Um, uh, vocals aside, uh, the beats they're they're well made. I mean, it's crafted. It's it's what you come to expect. Uh, I don't think I've had anything uh, from from PD that I'm like, man, that's a that's a shit production. But, uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's it's not exactly memorable in, in a lot of places. There are some places that I'll I'll, I'll stand out. Um, and because I'm a dirtbag, uh, there's some really, really great broken English. Um, and it makes me wish that I knew other languages so I could hear other kinds of languages being broken by other groups of people. I want to I want to hear like, you know, somebody from jamaica speak japanese like i want to i want to hear all the 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 fun stuff but yeah there's there's uh it's not like a straight up butcher and it's not like something that i want to make fun of but it's like it's well-meaning and uh it fits in and it's 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 very memorable but uh like yeah it's this is a well-crafted well-produced like everything from the uh the way that they mix things uh to the way that they they use some really great uh delays uh like very like hobby grade uh delay um they knew exactly when they wanted that to slap back 
Um, it's great. It's uh, it's well well made. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and once you get into kind of some of the the like key tracks, um, I mean obviously the 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 title track, uh, off of the bat, uh, she is, uh, it is a really fantastic way to kind of open the track, uh, open the album. Uh, it's it has that nighty sound. It has, has, has some of those like really cool elements. Uh, has his voice uh is fantastic in this one, and it has that like great range. Uh, and it op- it lets it, it's a great like feel for like the sounds or some of the sounds that you're gonna get on the album. Uh, and then you have a song like Moon, <laughs> which is is just that is uh, Jonghyun did a lot of things for the world. Uh, he was uh he was very much a pro he was a pro LGBT advocate. Uh, he spoke of mental health. Uh, and you know of all those things, those things also you know the, the Korea has kind of a low birth rate going on right now, and he decided that he wanted to remedy that with this song right here, and see if he can make some babies. Uh, because <laughs> this is, I mean, he's gonna take you to the moon. He's on his rocket, you know. It's like and and like those like that chorus has such a sexiness to it, like and like those high notes, like it's just dripping. Uh, I guess I said dripping. <laughs> We're not judging you. Uh, tag on the podcast. You could hear you could hear a giant sploosh and, and you know, coming from uh, South Korea. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Stop it. <laughs> um cut it out, yes. Um and then no! you also have a, uh then you have something like a dress up, which uh, has just a really great dynamic. Uh like uh with its like really uh, with this really nice hook, uh and like with the instrumental which had a really nice like like energy to it. Uh it was really fantastic. Um Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Uh, I'll join you on the record breakers thing. The opening track she is uh, super like K poppy in production again. Like they 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 know what they're doing with that almost to a fault. But like it's really clean. Uh, there's some really like I always love here like finding the hey let's just throw some like you know pop and slap bass underneath this because it's an R and B track. It's a dance track, and that song has some fun bass in it, and the vocals again, like really nice. And that's, you know, probably going to be, I think, the theme of everyone is how good the vocals are. Uh, white T-shirt, uh, really like a fun song. Even I, I don't know what he's talking about. The only words in the song I really understand are something about a white T-shirt, but like it's just happy and fun, and like has a great sound to it. There's a uh, there's like actual piano. I don't know if it was a real piano, but like a normal sounding piano in it, not like, you know, some it sort was, of I didn't keyboard. sound real, but yes, it, it sounded big. Yeah, like and it's it sounded really good and it's not a thing you hear a lot in dance pop. There's a lot of various keyboardy sounds, but not a lot of fairly traditional sounding piano. And then uh Cocktail. The song is the the like li- like the Somewhere between 88 and 92 ballad. Like, the most ballad ballad that ever balladed. But it's a really fun song, and the chorus on it... Like, the vocals on the chorus are, like... Kind of what PD's saying is, like... 
this dude had an incredible voice and even i think this sort of overall like the album's a really good example of i don't know what he's saying and i don't even care i like the way he's saying it because he has a really expressive voice and uh like this impressive range not just in terms of like you know note to note how high he can go but like he's got like four or five different voices he kind of can use to to round out uh you know a song and and you know different tone you know tonal changes that are not easy to do and not something a lot of people do you know most singers you're lucky if they got two things they do well this guy does four or five so (laughs) he the as a vocalist like it really really strikes you even if you don't understand the words yeah um drew what would be some of the key tracks for you well she is um the the way the synth like works sort of in the beginning that taper the, the polish of that immediately getting uh toes tapping is brilliant um, when I brought up genuine, this this song for some reason is just something that I can hear in the back of my head at like a wedding reception reception as like a tool for the DJ to like get somebody on the dance floor, like for sure. Like for the last wedding I went to, it was Pony, which is why I brought up genuine. <laughs> um, but okay. like, yep. Um, That'll get grandma was- dancing really weird to have a very drunk uh uh my friend's mother was super drunk um yep that's the best let's we'll we'll say that and we'll leave it for the rest off the podcast but um there's a club in like Hongdae that is playing this right now and somebody is saying whatever the korean phrase is for that's my jam like tonight like that is happening i almost guarantee it um (laughs) dress up um the hard panning in this and the way it bounces like automatically like makes my head like at least with my headphones on like start moving to the beat um and i listen to this mostly uh on my headphones so it was like every time it came on that like panning just was like effective we'll say um and it was another one where like like she is it's just a banger it's a dance track and i was loving those out of this album and then suit up um you want to talk about baby making music um we got suit up right at the end to just sort of leave you like yeah that's what you came here for isn't it mm, yeah yeah uh, and I, I i can dig it i can dig it i can dig um uh, brett can you dig it also, uh, what what's some of the key tracks? You, you, you could say I like this bridge. Um, <laughs> no, she is. Uh, she is. It opens up with a a, a rever a reversed beat. Um, and uh, you know, I, I I you can get right into the shiz. Um, it's uh it got little guitar licks and and some really fun bass. Uh, it goes very very well. Um, uh, it it goes well with the song. It, it wasn't really the showstopper, but it was obviously well made. Uh, white T-shirt is the like by far, I think the the best produced song and most memorable one on this album. Um, it's got the big sounding piano, uh, a steady dance beat behind it, and a good like foundation for the lyrics to come through. 
Um, and it's a song that could stand at any club in any city I've been at, like regardless of language. It's it's the the beat and just the notes that the it doesn't even matter what the lyrics are. The 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 vocal the notes that the voice hits. Um, it just it, it could stand up. And the, there's something about this album that I like in my listens. I was like, what's going on? What is the thing? There are mallet solos, and my ear is not. I my ear can't tell a marimba from a vibraphone by sound. But boy, the mallets came through on this album. Uh, another song where they had that dress up. Um, how are you going to dress up tonight? Um, you know, it's a really cool sounding song. The, the delay on it is really great. And they have the mallets going on. The uh, It's a little more subdued. Um, but like that, the, the little things, like the little tiny things that like were put in didn't have to be there. Not quite a sprawling. I, I would like to say that a marimba or a, a even a xylophone, a xylophone maybe is a sprung. A marimba or a vibraphone is not a is not a sprung. What are your uh, thoughts on the glockenspiel? Uh, you know, it's the the name glockenspiel is better than the name sprung, but the instrument itself demands respect. Yes. I mean, those there are there are solid tracks all up and down this album. You could you could you could pick apart any single one of them, but those were the ones that stuck with me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, let's bring it back around the horn now that we've uh, talked about the tracks. Uh, talk about some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole? Um, I, I, I say this all the time, but like, go listen to this. Like, This dude's got an incredible voice. It's really unfortunate this is the, the last of it. Like, Seriously, people, uh, if, you, if you have mental health issues, take care of yourself. There are lots of resources out there. Uh, somebody wants you here uh this is just it's the his story is so it's so unfortunate because this is really good music um it is it is it is very k-pop but i feel like it's pretty approachable because thematically there's a lot pulling from things you're probably familiar with in american you know r&b and pop history uh and again like what a voice like just just unique and interesting and uh able to do a lot of things really well and you know it's uh it's sad how it all like ended but yeah. go listen to the album go uh celebrate a life uh a life that's unfortunately no longer here uh drew what would be your conclusion on this album this is something that like i said earlier is an album where it is so incredibly good that it would be one of those ones like blowback stereo where it's like okay when's the next time pd is going to bring this on because i'm looking forward to it um it's absolutely fantastic um it's something that deserves to be heard um even if it is uh in remembrance instead of uh, the future, but it is something that I think that just is it's well polished, which you expect from the genre, but it also is like a lot of fun. It's a dancey record and I can super, super dig that. And like uh, Pat said, it is sort of that weird place where, right. Where like a lot of times the people who, are in a weird place in their life or trouble in their life can make some really great art. Um, whether it be something like this, um, uh, or 
literary. You had a lot of authors that had a lot of problems with mental health, but it's something that, yeah, if you suffer from it, don't let the things that you put in the world be sort of an end and sort of a just all that you have left. Like, keep going, figure out something, because I would like to hear more out of this guy, and unfortunately, we're at where we're at with it. Yeah. Um, Brett, what would be your conclusion on this album? Well, yeah, you know, it, it, it all probably wraps up similarly to the other guys. You know, no, mental health and uh, issues and artistic talent tend to go hand in hand, and I can only imagine what uh, the uh, the burden of uh, of fame has to uh, add on top of that. Uh, you know, uh, makes me question a lot about the uh, the heavily produced uh, pop acts of any kind of any place and the the burden that are put on the shoulders of young people that don't really have the mental capacity to deal with a lot of that stuff. Uh, and they do that in exchange for fame, um, which is, is also a, a, I wouldn't know. Uh, I've never been famous for anything, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I just, uh, I, I would like to think that this is the last post suicide album that, that, that we have to deal with, but that's unfortunately, uh, unrealistic. Um, because that's that's how it goes. But, uh, you know, I, I wish I would have heard this album in uh, different situations, but uh, I, I guess we, we didn't get to make that decision. Uh, so uh, it's unfortunate, but uh, I enjoyed my time with this music. It was not a burden for me to listen to over and over. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's well-produced, as you would expect, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it stands on its own more than just it being a novelty because, hey, the guy's not here anymore. Um, I think overall the big thing, yeah, it is you get to see, you get to feel uh, Jung Hyun's passion for music. Like, like he, he just loved doing it. And, like, uh, this is, I, I picked it not just because it was his solo work, but because it was his hands in it, you know, which is, you know, obviously... It, with pop music um oftentimes they will simply be the front men for the creative force that is behind them uh, and with shiny they they have a lot of songwriters that work with them as the group uh and i was gonna bring the group uh groups album. i was thinking about bringing the group's album because that would be more like this is why i love shiny therefore this is why i miss this guy but i figured it was actually more appropriate and for reasons to celebrate well this is him he wrote all the words that he sang. He had a hand in the production work of almost all of the songs. This was him. Uh, and you can see his passion. You can hear it. You can hear it in his voice. His love of music. It's, it's not the only music he's had out there, but it's a lot of like, outside of this is a lot of like singles and little compilation, digital releases and things like that. So he was able to just release more music and he, did work on stuff and filmed a music video uh just before his unfortunate passing so there is music out there that might be released so that it, we'll have to see what sm decides uh and what they think the the prudent course of action would be um but we'll, we'll see with that but um it was just it's just a really great album and it's a really great piece of work uh outside of irrespective of having to remember him by it it's just a really fun album he has a really great voice had a really great voice 
Um, and it's a shame that he's no longer with us. I will always remember him and his big smile, uh, and his love of like being on stage and being a singer. Uh, and, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're out there, you're struggling, reach out. I hope you get to reach out to someone, uh, somewhere, uh, because like the, the world would be a less place without you. Just like the world is just a little bit less of a good place without Junghyun. Like we want you here. Um, word yeah um yeah now we get to to wrap things up in kind of fun little haikus uh with our main event of the evening our haiku reviews um let's get down to it uh patrick what is your haiku k-pop's bright polish combined with a brilliant voice unfortunate end Mm -hmm. uh drew what is your haiku Perfect album to just put on and groove to. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, what is your haiku? More than expected. It's poppy and well-produced. So unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've got my haiku. Sugo heso yo. Jungmal gosing heso yo. Kamoa and that is that uh, for our thoughts on Jonghyun's She Is. Uh, you can, of course, find it on our Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Follow along at home with us. Uh, on that Spotify playlist will be next week's record, and it will be provided by him. Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you got for us next week? Uh, we're going to return to my never-ending obsession with Bob Mould music. Uh, with uh, Husker Du and their album Candy Apple Grey. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that next week. I may actually still be here next week. You, you may. Through the magic of podcasting, I'll be on this couch. Uh, so look forward to that. Episode 200, which is crazy. Uh, but that's next week, and this is this week, and you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the swagger. Brett is at HabityBaybird, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X-Drew's I'm at PD Rave. The show is at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com. Or belly.net for this and other shows. Um, we're all over the place. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, until next time. Love you guys. Bye. Toodles.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>